Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I'm your K-Pop DJ and I'm joined by my co-host, Stephanie. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? We have also got Supermatic on the line. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Today, we are going to be checking out the long-anticipated comeback from Infinite. Tell me. But first, hit replay. So what's making you hit replay this week, Matt? Ah, man. Peter, I know you like your banger clangers. I'm not sure if you've checked it out, but my hit replay is undoubtedly the second hit from Stray Kids of JYP and their hit, Grrr. (laughs) It is a hype, super just hard-hitting beat. Uh, It's got really dope choreo. They came out with a performance video for it, so you can see the choreo for yourself. And it's just from beginning to end, nonstop, high energy. I just love it. It's it's my kind of track. Yeah, it's mine too. I can't wait to see what else these guys come up with. How about you, Stephanie? What's got you hitting your replay this week? It is the latest track from the undisputed queen of K-pop. I'm talking about Boa. Hey. Hey, yeah, that's right. So Boa's come out with a really fun music video called Jazz Club, which not surprisingly, has her showing up to a jazz club and just dancing with everybody in there. She's got these gorgeous glittery earrings on. She is looking fly. She is trying to forget about the dude that just broke her heart and I am all for it. So check out Jazz Club and you're gonna be jazz hands dancing all down the hall. Generally, I hate the electro swing, but I love all the jazz acoustic samples that they throw into this beat. <laughs> and that beat totally reminds me of something like We Know Speak Americana. Oh yeah, for sure. And of course, Bo is dancing. Right, right. And then last but not least, DJ P. Lowe. What's making you hit replay? This awesome Melbourne bounce track. It's Momo Land's Boom Boom Boom. Or boom, boom, boom. <laughs> if you like Crayon Pop's Doom Cheats, uh, you'll like Momoland's Boop Boop Boom. The song is so stupid, but I can't help but love the silly giddy hopping in the choreo for formation changes. The way it has that acoustic guitar progression lead in and weave into that Melbourne bounce beat, it had my heart going boom, boom by the end. <laughs> and by the way, guys, if you catch it, be sure to watch the dance practice version. right along to our Daebak or not. We've got the long-awaited comeback from the boys of Infinite and their comeback single, Tell Me. Tell me. 
Diving right into what happens in this music video and its message, Matt, I know you caught one of our favorite K-pop theorists and what he had to say about it. Ah, yes, you are talking about none other than the one and only K-pop junkie. Hey, how you doing, K-pop junkie? <laughs> so his theory about this music video relates with how at the beginning we see all the members of the guys waking up continually, but they're not waking up out of a dream. They're waking up into the same dream over and over. Inception much <laughs> and the overall message that he theorizes at the end is how each of these members is feeling regret over a lost love there's this figurative girl that they're continuously chasing after throughout their dreams we see them running through a maze of continuous doors infinitely extending hallways <laughs> uh, catch that pun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw you tweet this on Twitter Peter I guess they could say that the chase for that comfort is infinite <laughs> oh my gosh yes. and let's let's not forget the visuals even go so far as having was there an alien flying saucer abduction scene at the end oh with that tree <laughs> it got pretty and that, weird. that weird halo above the tree yeah like, don't walk into the light girl don't get abducted I wasn't sure <laughs> what's happening but we're in dreamland for sure yeah <laughs> i mean it wouldn't be a k-pop video if it didn't have some wtf moments, i know right <laughs> when i when i saw that and i was just thinking wtf i was like this is the essence of k-pop <laughs> <laughs> well more specifically it had all those hallways like that's how you know it's definitely a k-pop like music video when you have lots of oh, people yeah. running in hallways also that bedroom like I could have sworn like we've seen that bedroom before in other music videos like G friends mm -hmm. um, what do you call it fingertip or maybe like a, maybe yeah. another like Taeyeon, uh music video I, I feel like I've seen it before even that tree <laughs> Uh, oh, Peter, also one of your favorites. Uh, we see each of the members of Infinite trapped in a certain kind of box as well. Oh, yes, that's <laughs> in right. The music video. Uh, <laughs> essence of K-pop. Check. Yes. Okay, so what's what's the theory? What? Yeah, I, I need to know. Like, what does it all mean? So what K-pop Junkie was theorizing is that this music video and the song and the message is pretty much all about regret. How it is one of the most irritating feelings to ever have, especially when it comes to something like lost love. And that feeling that you were so close, yet so far from having what you want. Yeah, I thought it was good how just harping on that feeling. They're chasing the girls, right? And you see all the times they're chasing the girl through the shadow of their former selves, right? As they run through the hallways mm -hmm. and not what, whatnot. And at the very end, you know, the guy gets to the girl and she turns around, you know, she's smiling or one of the other girls like, you know, gets close to him and then he wakes up. <laughs> yep. So really close, but not there. I, I mean, it's got to be a recurring dream because they keep seen that same shadow over and over in the dream so it's happened mm -hmm. more than once yeah they also uh, continuously wake up at the same time too like k-pop junkie pointed out the clocks the clock, that yeah. we see prevalent all throughout the music video mm. are always stuck on the same exact time mm -hmm. i didn't even notice that mind blown <laughs> i mean so what did you guys think of that i mean was that a good or a bad message well for me i mean it definitely uh conveys that feeling that you can have of being stuck especially if like 
again, uh, harping on the whole feeling of maybe a lost love and feeling regret over it. Sometimes if you've been in a long-term relationship and you're so used to having that person there, once they're no longer part of your life, you just kind of feel stuck. Oh. Time stops moving. See, I never would have thought of that, Matt. Because mm. to me, like, I, I, was, I, I was like, okay, I, got the, I get the concept, I get the message, but there's no plot twist. Like there's, there's some, there, this is just so expected for K-pop. I mean, how many K-pop music videos have we seen about being in a dream or waking up? Um, I guess what was, I guess, novel about it is that they were waking up in a dream, but there was nothing more than that. And when, when the guy does wake up at the end, I think that contrast of being so close yet being so far could have been better pronounced with different visuals. And Taeyeon's Wake Me Up, we saw that with two very different color mm. contrasts between like dream world and re- real world. And this, it just kind of mm. blurs together. So that's where I was kind of left hanging, that it wasn't as painful in the way it was shown, or there wasn't any plot twist in, in up-leveling the message. If I remember correctly, we only see scenes with the girl and the actual memories of what happened and what went wrong, like the fight at the very end. And so that leaves us wondering, well, what happened? What is he regretting? What's the story here? All we see is this vague sense of regret and running around (laughs) repeating the same actions again and again. But I would have liked to see more, I guess, development of what they're thinking about throughout the video instead of leaving it until the the end there. So the the contrast with Taeyang's Wake Me Up is a really apt one, I think. I preferred how Mm. they did it in Taeyang's video. Yeah. Moving on, what did you guys think of the concept, the visuals, the aesthetics of the of the music video? You know, it's hard to put my finger on it, but I think I expected a little more uh, you know, pulling at the heartstrings, heartrending, uh, something a little more extreme and emotional from them. I just know the boys of Infinite as having great acting ability. A lot of them are in dramas and a lot of their previous singles have been these really hard hitting ones. Mm-hmm. This one felt a little restrained yeah, to me. I couldn't agree more. To me, they all look stressed, but not in a way that you would really see it. I mean, the feeling that they're supposed to feel is regret, right? Or sadness and tension of not quite getting there. And I don't see that on their faces. To me, it just seems very dry and not as charismatic, which is so ironic for K-drama actors. I mean, I, I I get that they're chasing the girl in their dream, literally the girl of their dreams, but their faces feel very stagnant. And uh, that, I don't know, if you want to feel the emotions, you can't with the faces that they're giving you in this concept. I, I think I'm also kind of on that spectrum too, where I'm a little let down by this comeback because it's been over a year and a half since our, the, the last thing we've had from Infinite, which I believe was The Eye. And even that in itself was a pretty different and dynamic music video. And then when you think of Infinite, you think of that MV, you think of The Chaser, you the think Chaser. of uh, Woo! Back. Like they, I just, I feel like they definitely could have done something in that same vein. And like you said, Steph, this one feels a little more restrained to me. Like, I, I guess they only had so much room for more of a story and more of an artistic direction because I guess they wanted to make sure they included some of the choreography too. <laughs> Although they don't include it throughout too much of the video, we have to look up lives for that or wait for a dance practice. <laughs> 
But aside from that, as far as the aesthetics of the MV or just the way that it was formatted, like you said, I just I have to agree. It's kind of run in the mill, and considering that this is infinite, I know they can do better. I wish that we were given better. Yeah. And shout out to my favorite member who has left the group. I really miss Hoya. Uh, I wish he were there. <laughs> he would have given us those facials. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nat, I have to ask. As a resident K-pop b-boy, what did you think of the choreo? I was definitely intrigued by what I saw of the choreography in the music video. Like, it gave me enough where I actually started seeking out their live comeback stages. And watching that, it's, it makes me want a dance practice more because, as expected, of course, there's a lot of certain like fan camps that focus on one member. And I haven't been able to find anything that looks at the choreography as a whole complete package all the way through. <laughs> But it's definitely what I would expect of the Dancers of Infinite's abilities. But that said, on Stephanie's note, it felt like something was missing at first. And the funny thing is I couldn't put my finger on it. And then I realized, oh, wait, they don't have Hoya, who was their main dancer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Hoya, my man. Mm -hmm. Come back. Maybe this was the reason why it took him a year. I mean, I don't know when he left the group, but (laughs) maybe they were trying to come up with something to kind of fill in for it i don't know it hasn't been that long just a few months right if i remember correctly he left back in august the towards the end of august Mm. slash early september around Mm. there i completely agree with matt i haven't seen any dance practice version or perform even a live performance version either and i'm really curious to see what the whole package looks like of the choreo I do like the little bits that I've seen so far. It reminds me a little bit of BTS run choreography, right? Where they do those sweeping side to the side movements, a lot of open and close. And then when there's a chance for a a long, uh, (laughs) what what, what do we call that? Just a long sweeping Mm. gaze at the camera, (laughs) sultry look (laughs) and glide down. Then then they take that opportunity. So I I did like the little pieces I saw in the the Uh. chorus. For, for that <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about <laughs> no I, I just want to say like I can I Dashi, can appreciate run 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 <laughs> yeah no I, I just want to say I can I can appreciate that you like that stuff yeah for sure <laughs> as, our, as our female <laughs> yeah, <the show. laughs> wait what did you think of the choreo Peter I kind of forgot about it and unfortunately that's kind Ooh. of how I feel about the concept and the visuals overall unfortunately yep i'm gonna get infinite hate on this episode (laughs) so what did what did you guys think of the audio the music of the song it's definitely a catchy hook and chorus refrain that i liked it gets stuck in your head and as we know here long time on the gay podcast i am mr catchy (laughs) even if it's just a melody though (laughs) really enjoyable synthesized refrain of like that love 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 and then even just the beginning of the pre-chorus like the it sounded exactly like that yes (laughs) i mean the song is definitely full of a lot of nice moments from every single member like what for me carries this song is sunkyo and his vocals i think it was very smart of wulem to give the line distribution mostly to him for the chorus because he just takes control of it and makes it his own and he owns it even though he shares lines within the chorus with some of the other members like uh, Myungsu and I believe Dongwu but he just he shines the most out of the six of them for me like vocally like 
if Hoya were instead of vocalist, I wouldn't notice his <laughs> his absence because Sunkyu is there. But I mean, what the group is lacking now with that dance presence, Sunkyu definitely makes up for was his vocal ability here. It just like. I honestly would not have been too surprised if this was more of a solo Sunkyu comeback instead of an entire infinite comeback, mm -hmm. which is the same agreement that our good buddy Nick of the Bias List also made. Uh, <laughs> mm. Yeah, so the, when this song first played, I heard that percussion and beat of our favorite subgenre of K-pop. I'm of course referring to K-Tropical House. <laughs> and yes, it started, yes. you know, it's that same tempo, same percussion, right? Mm -hmm. yes. But then there was no drop. There is no strong drop that we get in a lot of K-Tropical House. And so I was just kind of like, mm -hmm. okay, this is a wash. It's like a gray, plain song that doesn't build or drop. It doesn't have any climactic moment in the chorus or in the hook or anywhere. So I was like, I was waiting mm -hmm. for it. I was waiting for it and it never came. And maybe that's the point, right? Mm. That <laughs> you're, you're trying to get there, you're trying to get there, you're trying to get there and you never get the girl. And just when you think you're gonna get the girl, you know, it's a, it's a dream, <laughs> it's a regret. And so I felt that same way. And I don't think that was on purpose, but I think it, I felt that same way about the song. I was like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And maybe just when it's about to come, the song ends. So, yeah, I, I think I'm somewhere in between Matt and Peter in that I do think there are catchy parts to the song. I'm not the biggest fan of the chorus. I think maybe I like the pre-chorus or when the, the mm -hmm. second round of percussion comes in, then yeah. I'm like, ooh, okay, this is picking up. I feel yeah. like I'm in spin class or something. Yeah, one, two, one, two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then as, as Peter says, the, the chorus doesn't really deliver on that big climax that we're expecting. However, mm -hmm. I, I must say that the song is growing on me the more times I listen to it. It, is, it does have something nice about it, but I, I don't think it's going to stay on the playlist for that long for me. All right, guys. Well, let's go into our final scores. One to five. One being lowest and five being the highest. How would you rate the concept? So again, that includes the message message the visuals the the choreo what do you think one to five concept honestly i'm very middle ground about it just because like as we said earlier the mv is mm, run of the mill i guess what bumped it up from a lower score for me is that choreography because like i said it teased me enough to want to seek out more to maybe even learn it so middle ground score of a three for me i have i think the exact same opinion as matt except the choreo didn't save it that much for me. I'm going to give it a 2.4 on Ouch. concept and visuals. For me, it's more of like a 3.4, 3.5. Um, I thought the concept was good, Ooh. even though it did leave a lot to be desired, both in the dance and their facial expressions. But there was still that message of regret. And while there could have been a little bit more to symbolically build upon it, it was still a good message and a good concept. And I like, you know, that chasing aspect of it. So execution wasn't there, but the vision, I think, was. Ooh, the vision. Mm. That should be a new category. Yeah, well, I'm borrowing <laughs> terms from, like, the Gartner IT, like, magic quadrant. Like, it's, like, completeness of vision and ability to execute. Like, you your X and Y axis. So if you have <laughs> right, the right. ability to execute, you're pretty far to the right. And if you have completeness of vision, you're pretty high up. So you want to be in the top right of the quadrant as much as possible. Uh, what do you guys think of the song, the audio one to five? So for me, this is definitely where uh, the song has more of a saving grace, in my opinion. I actually ended up giving it a 3.75. 
Like I was so close Ooh. to giving it a four, but I was like, I was like, hmm, it's definitely catchy, but like you, really? Steph, I'm not sure how long this will stay like in my playlist. I'm bumping it right yeah. now, but I'm not sure about it staying in power. If it had a drop. Then it, yeah. would, <laughs> then it would be in maybe, there. It would have maybe. a spot. Yeah, let me launch right in. I am disappointed because I know Infinite is capable of so much more like dynamic, uh, mm. impressive, earth-shattering songs. The Chaser, for example. You know, I really mm-hmm. expected a comeback on, on that level, or at least I, I, I hoped for that. The audio for this is only slightly better than the concept for me. I'm going with a 2.7 on the audio. So the song that was one of my favorites of 2016 was The Eye by Infinite. That Mm. song had such an earworm quality. It it had that tension of, I don't even know what the message of the story was of The Eye, but the song itself. (laughs) Don't even care. Yeah, really, you don't need to know what it is to really appreciate that, (laughs) that dramatic tension of that song and it mm-hmm. stays with me you know to this day like you know two years later with this i agree stephanie it needed that drop if it had the drop like something like booty bass like you know or the or the the edm style the tropical house style there's there's lots of ways they could have mm-hmm. executed a drop yeah so if they just brought that in i think it would have made it more earworm like it would have had something for us to remember it by you know in addition to all these other things but something to provide that hook something to provide that replay and i'm not getting that with this to me it it kind of feels like a long verse and the chorus i even forget Mm. about like this is unfortunately a very mediocre song and it's not going on the playlist Mm. so it's a two for me for the audio okay so guys, on the whole, is this song K-Buck or not? I will say it was not. <laughs> uh, I'm a little scared I might be the lone Daybok here because as much as I was mad about the music video, I'm loving the song, so it's Daybok for me. <laughs> no, it would not be the first time. It will not be the last time, Matt. Thanks for holding it down with that optimistic viewpoint. Because <laughs> it is it is a not from me, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, take, like, taking all that into account, was this the comeback that we wanted from Infinite? For me, it's a decent comeback, I guess. I just wanted a little more. As we've all established, we know this is Infinite and that they are capable of so much more, even in spite of the loss of Hoya, he may have left, but the remaining six are still super talented, and I know, we all know, they could have given us a lot more than what they gave us with this music video. The song is great. I just wish the music video accompanying it was a much better package. Yeah. I just want to say it's kind of funny how we both like and dislike different parts of it in an almost like contrasting, polarizing way. Like, I like the concept, even though there was a lot more they can deliver and execute on it based on my feedback earlier. Mm-hmm. Matt, you hated the concept. <laughs> you know, Stephanie hated the song, but you liked the song. So I <laughs> I just thought that yeah. was kind of funny. <laughs> That's right. We have all the combinations. Yeah, and I, I said this before in the rating, but it was it was not the comeback I expected or, or wanted from Infinite. You already know. I miss mm-hmm. Hoya. I miss the chaser. <laughs> it's like they're on the, they're on the decline. <laughs> 
It's so sad. I wanted something more epic, like the eye. Mm. You know, something with tension. Exactly, or, right. Or something with a drop. Infinite equals epic. Like, that's how I would <laughs> yes. describe them. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely mm. right, Stephanie. Infinite is the band to be those sweeping, epic, anthemic drops in songs oh. and, and hits. Definitely. And this, unfortunately, yeah. was very pedestrian. It was tame. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure our listeners will course correct us and tell us everything that we got wrong. Oh, yeah. So that's it for this episode of the K-Pop Cast. But moving it over into some listener feedback from our last episode. <laughs> our last episode was our year-end top 10 uh, countdown. And loyal listener Ricky Woodson gave us a few comments on our SoundCloud. And he had to call us out for saying bang tan boys. It should be bong tong boys. Is that correct, Stephanie? Did I pronounce it correct, right that time? Correct. Uh, 100% correct okay, would be okay, bang tan so. But we don't need to do all that. Okay. Well, or maybe we'll just turn to you to say it each time, Stephanie. Right, right. Every time you want to comment on them, just let me jump in. <laughs> okay. We'll I'm sorry, do that. sorry, Ricky, that <laughs> I, that I let this happen. Sorry, Ricky. <laughs> no, never yeah. again. And then Ricky also left his own top 10 list, so be sure to check it out. We've got some mix, Red Velvet, Brave Girls, Triple H. Yeah, I like his list. It has more of the, the Korean hip-hop and R&B in there, which <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm all for including more of that in the K-pop cast. So thanks, Ricky, for the inspiration. Yep. And then we also had some comments on Twitter related to our top 10 episode. One really cool fan named Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how she writes her name on Twitter. Jenna said that. She... Oh, you forgot the crowns, Stephanie. Oh yeah, she, she has, has the crown on, on sides it. of her. Oh my gosh, yes. Because she's a queen. <laughs> she is. She is yes. the queen. Yes, I like her because she was a fan of Taemin Move. She called out the honorable mention that I just had to talk about last episode, and she's totally in the same boat as me, agreeing with my choice. And so we are BFFs forever. Woo woo. They lived happily ever after. (laughs) Those hips don't lie, people. Those hips don't lie. Mm -hmm. Especially in the world of K-pop. We also had another Twitter feedback. Uh, One of our listeners and friends, Marie, on Twitter, she said, Great episode. Though it may not have been my top 10, it made me reconsider some of these songs. Number one, though, indisputable in my book. And hey, welcome back. I missed y'all, K-pop cast. Aw, thank you, Marie. It's good to be back. (laughs) Yeah, and we missed you, too. Marie, we miss you. <laughs> One last comment, and this just came in at the time of recording. Ariana, who's been on our BTS episodes, by the way, so you'll remember hearing her voice, but she called us out for not having uh, 17 <laughs> on oh our list. Yeah, they were gosh. honorable mention, but not in our top 10. <laughs> 
Uh, but she agreed, yeah, Spring Day will stay with her forever. And I think we can all agree that Spring Day was the rightful number one choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> okay. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And tell your friends to listen to K-pop. Tell your friends to keep listening to K-pop. Listen to K-pop podcasts. Yeah. You know, while you're driving, while you're doing your laundry, <laughs> when you're cooking. That's a good time to check out K-pop podcasts. So closing it out. Tell our listeners where the people can find you online and let us know what your K-pop resolution is for 2018. You can find me on Twitter at sparker2 and my resolution for 2018 is to get the K-pop cast on video. I do work at YouTube, so we need to get it together oh, right. and find ways that we can do some some live streaming, some put some recordings up there. Gotta make it happen this year, guys. And for me, everybody, as always, you can find me also on that Twitter game. I am at Supermatic, S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. And for 2018, my resolution this year is to be a better K-pop follower, a better K-pop dancer, and a better K-pop podcaster. So let's make it happen, y'all. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. And my 2018 K-pop resolution is just to balance this K-pop podcast while trying to take care of my lovely wife and our uh, expecting child. So trying to keep those things balanced uh, with the podcast. Hello, everyone. This is your rookie editor, Michaela, And my K-pop resolution is to become the best K-pop podcast editor and hopefully make our DJ Peter Lowe's K-pop resolution a little easier. Don't forget to follow us at the K-pop cast. That's where we tweet. Get a lot of your feedback as you'll see in our show here. And we'll catch you all next time. Happy New Year. Hey, happy 2018.